Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. I am Adam, and I work on the business. I'm Tom, and I work on the owner. Together, we are Atomic Business Coaching. And we're in the business of helping owners. All right, Tom, I am excited. We have a really good structure that we're going to be doing our podcast going forward. So any of you who have been listening, or if you're new to listening, we're uh, pumped up that we have about 48 episodes planned out. They're very strategically planned out. We are going to be talking about some really great concepts that Tom and I have spent probably four or five months developing, things that have helped our business owners, things that have helped their lives, things that have helped businesses be more successful, things that have helped owners be more successful. It's really exciting, right, Tom? Uh, I'm excited. Listen, I can't believe we came up with 48 topics and there's that much. And we had to cut a bunch, too. I yeah. mean, we we had over 60 topics, but yeah. really every single one is just a, a, such a different take on what it really takes to be a successful business owner and to run a successful business. And one of the cool things that we have decided to do is we are building out a community. So what we're going to do is we're going to be talking each week on our podcast about overall concepts. And then in our community, which is going to be a Facebook group, if you're interested, let us know. In our community on this Facebook group, we are going to be holding uh, Q&A sessions and masterclasses. And we're going to be doing this every single week. And here's the cool thing. It's completely free. So if you're interested, let us know. And in those masterclasses, in those Q&As, what we're going to be doing is taking what we talked about on the podcast and giving you the tactics and the mindsets and the skills and all the tools that you need to execute on what we're talking about here. So don't know if this will work. We're really excited about it. We wanted to find a way to take our podcast and bring it into our community where it's live and in person. So we've gotten so much great feedback about our podcast. I was literally at a festival last week and a guy there who listens to our podcast regularly introduced me to somebody else. He's like, oh, I put them onto your podcast and they love it. And I was like, it, it made me feel so good, right? That's awesome. So, oh, it's that's great. When, when we know we're reaching, it's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and that so that even doubly confirmed what I wanted to do, what Tom and I have really spent time figuring out, which is now building our community out there. Because yeah. listen, not everybody can afford to work with us one-on-one. -on -one, and we felt this was a great way for people to get kind of a peek behind the scenes and work with us a little bit, get some experience, absolutely free. So, you know, we are uh, going to be donating our time to this effort and hopefully helping more and more people. And, you know, some of those people may become our clients. Some of those people may introduce us to new people. But overall, we, we are hoping that they can become better business owners, have more successful businesses, and really fulfill all aspects of their life. So with that being said, today, we are going to talk about why you need to be fired three times to have ultra success. What do you think about that, Tom? Fired three times. I've yes. been fired once in my life. Okay. I don't know about three times. <laughs> All right. And that's one of the things is what we are really talking about here. It's not that you have been fired from a job. It's not that, you know, went and transitioned from one company to another company. This is more about business owners, right? We are atomic business coaching, not atomic employee coaching. Okay. So what we are talking about is if you want to be ultra successful as a business owner, you need to be fired three times in order to have this success. All right. There are three things that you want to fire yourself to become. The first thing is you are a practitioner, right? Everyone is a practitioner in what they do, right, Tom? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're in your business, you're working your business, you're doing the things in your business. You are the practicing member of your business. You're the doer a lot of the time. And until you have a team of people, you really are the, the sole practitioner of that of that. And it's so funny when I hear the word practitioner, I always think of my healthcare experience and the background that it brings. And the practitioner is the person who is doing the work. And that's how I always associate it. So when you had said you got to kill the practitioner, it was like, oh my goodness, how do you kill the person who does the work? What does that right. really mean? So let's keep going with that. Yeah. So we'll, we're, we're going to talk about the first step. So there's really three three times you have to fire yourself to get this done. And, and we're going to talk about right now how you need to fire the practitioner. Then we're going to talk about how you could build a machine, build an empire, and how you can have some succession planning. So stay tuned through this episode and we'll get through all of it. All right. So when we're talking about you being a practitioner, most people who got into business got into it for one of two reasons. Okay. They either had this tremendous skill, talent, or they had a passion for something, right? Yep. And what, what happens is as a practitioner of a business, when you start this thing out, you're, you're so passionate about every single detail and you want to get everything perfect and you're loving what you're doing. And it all sounds great, right, Tom? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, I mean, you bring all of that and you're gung-ho about what you're doing because it's exciting. It's the thing you know you're meant to do. It's purposeful. And there's a lot going on to make your, you successful in doing it. But that's why you, keep, you take on everything because right. you have such passion for it and you want to be the one doing it all because you want that success of that so badly that you wind up doing everything and that doesn't always work out the way you, it should. Well, not only that you do everything, it's that you're excited, excited, right? So usually when you start this in the beginning, you're so excited to do everything like because each piece of it matters so much. You know, those clients that you're serving or that product that you're producing, you are like, this is what I was made for. I was made mm -hmm. to provide this to the world. Right. Okay. And that's where most people start. You can't start unless you have those skills. You can't start unless you have that passion. But what happens is, if you stay in that zone of being the practitioner, being the one that does this each and every day, you will hit a ceiling relatively quickly, okay? So this is the first time you need to fire yourself, okay? So when we say you need to be fired three times, you're actually going to be the one doing the firing and getting fired. Pretty interesting, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. You're your own HR. <laughs> you are. <laughs> So the first person you must fire is the practitioner, okay? And mm -hmm. the reason you need to do this is, yes, you have these skills. Yes, you have this passion. But you have to fire yourself so you can become the leader of the organization, the mm -hmm. owner of the company, okay? And in order to do that, unfortunately, you have to put all that excitement and you have to put all that passion aside, and what your new passion, what your new focus as the leader of the organization needs to be is making money. Mm -hmm. Making money is why we build businesses. If you have a passion for something and it's making money, unfortunately, there's going to come a time when in order to scale your business or to grow your business, depending on which phase you're in, you're going to have to be a leader of an organization. This is a key fundamental part that most people never get past. And Tom, why do you think nobody ever gets past 
going from being a practitioner to a leader? What's your mindset thoughts on that? Why do people kind of stall themselves with this? Well, I think what happens is your passion becomes an obstacle to that because you are so gung-ho about carrying out why you got into this business and why you developed the business and what you're helping other people to do. And you you don't always realize that that is going to be the thing that may cause you to go broke at the end of the day. You know, I was watching Shark Tank uh, last night. I love watching Shark Tank at night. It's such a, it's a decompressor for me. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an old episode and they had this woman on who was making a product and she was so passionate about this, so passionate about the business. And when Mr. Wonderful asked her, how much do you, does it cost to make the product? And she said $15 and she was selling it for $24.99. She realized that she wasn't, her margins were so small that she really could not make money. And he said, you don't have a business. You have a hobby that you're making a little bit of money from. This will never be a multi-million dollar business. And when your passion is there, what you have to recognize that your passion can become the blind spot to your financial success of the business. It could be the downfall of the business if you don't kill the practitioner, if you don't take the pra- the passion out of it for a minute to look at what you need to set up to run a successful business, that passion becomes that overarching obstacle in your way. And why does that become the obstacle? What's the main reason that people can't transition from you know doing the work all the time and being the practitioner to now saying, all right, I'm going to let other people do this and I'm going to be the owner? Well, well, there's a lot of things that come into play. I mean, when I think about it, we always talk about the saboteurs and sabotaging behaviors. And one of the things that really it speaks to your passion is the controller and the hyperachiever. You're so gung-ho on what the passion and the outcome of that passion is supposed to be that you forget about everything else that's in the way and you don't want to give up because you see that if you don't control the situation, you're going to, it, it's going to fail. So you have this hyper-controller that is is taking over and that's your passion and doesn't allow for anything else to come in. It doesn't allow you to delegate to other people. It doesn't allow you to do any of the things that you need to do as an owner and as a leader. So that controller saboteur, that hyperachiever saboteur, that plays a very critical role in being able to remove the passion obstacle. And And look, if you have that problem as the practitioner, you can't let it go. Tom, how difficult as a leader... Is it going to be for you to manage people when they're trying to do those things? You you won't be able to. I mean, we talk about this conscious leadership versus unconscious leadership. You become a not conscious leader. You you become closed off and, and committed to doing it the right way, which you think is the right way, but it's really not. And you just, you put yourself in a state where you are completely shut down from any other potential around you. So it that makes you a highly ineffective leader. Exactly. And this is what happens is some people want to become that leader and they realize like, hey, I'm at the stage of my business where I need to become a leader. I need to bring people on. I need to delegate work, but they never fired themselves as the practitioner. And this is some of the things that we're going to talk about in our masterclass of really how you go about firing yourself. And Tom is going to work on the mindset and what you need to really accept for yourself and these new contracts you need to sign with yourself and how you're going to move forward to doing this. Because If you can't have that mentality, when you transition, you will always deviate back to your old ways of doing things. And what we find so many small business owners do is they do end up hiring people and they pretend they're the leader and then they end up micromanaging and then people aren't happy and then production goes down and then people resign and then they can't find new people to work because they have 
such unrealistic expectations of what needs to be done and they'll just do it themselves. And now, not only are they hitting a ceiling with how much money they're making, but now they're spending money on all these people and they're not letting them do the work. Right. And so that's how, like, like Tom said, people go broke. That's how you go broke. You know, you'd be almost better off just having a hobby that makes a little bit of money. Exactly. Okay? So a lot of how you do this is what we're going to talk about in the masterclass because it's great for us to say it here in theory, but to actually put it together practically, that's what we're going to be discussing in our workshop in our Facebook group. And if you're listening to this at a later date, we will have those recorded so you can join the group at any time and go back and watch this class. So pretty cool about that. So that's the first time you need to get fired. All right. So now you are the leader, right? Let's say you transitioned through this. You fired yourself as a practitioner, and now you are the leader of this organization. So now in order to be ultra successful, there's two more times you have to fire yourself. The next one is you have to fire the leader. Okay. When you became the leader, you have to fire them. Okay. You have to fire the one controlling everything. Okay. And what you're going to be doing is now you've built a machine, right? So when you're the leader, you built this machine, this thing that can generate money, hand over fist, right? It just works. You just have to maintain it. You just have to lead it, right? You have this machine, but now when you fire yourself as the leader, you will be building your empire. So an empire is much different than just having a company. An empire is something where now you hire a new leader, you fired yourself, and they run that company. Okay, You oversee the leader of that company. And now you start to build all the other businesses that can attach to this one. Some people want to go off and build a completely separate business. Some people have a spinoff of their existing business. Some will even build a business within a business, just like Tom and I. We have both consulting and we have coaching. Mm -hmm. Two businesses underneath the same roof that do drastically different things. In order for us to do that, we had to start building the machine so we could build the empire. And we have an architect who not only does his architect work, but he also has a design company. But he has a team that can build this out. So what you're doing is you are firing yourself as the leader and bringing in a new one. Then you can go and work to build your empire and build all these other businesses, okay? And we're not talking about you being successful here. We're talking about you being ultra successful, right? Most you can look across the world. Look at the S&P 500, right? That is the 500 largest companies in the United States of America gauged by their market capitalization. That's how much money they're worth if you calculate their outstanding shares versus the share price. Um, you know, we got... Apple, which is worth $3 trillion now. Okay. So they don't, Apple doesn't just sell one computer, right? Mm -hmm. No, they sell everything. <laughs> what do they sell? What else do they, they sell? They sell phones. They sell computers. They sell tablets. They sell earpods, uh, AirPods. They sell, oh my God, watches. They, they, there's so many products that they have come up with. And, the beautiful thing is, is all those products talk to each other, which is a yeah. brain thing. They even now have credit cards and banking. And credit cards, and, right, yeah. And software and cloud computing. And they, they have everything you could think of. Now, do you think that Steve Jobs or now Tim Cook is the leader of each one of those departments? No. No. Apple is an empire. Yep. Okay. And each one of those individual silos of products or services has its own leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So you don't, I don't want you thinking you have to go create a new LLC, get a new EIN and have a new company. When you build your empire, you are building multiple things, okay, that are being led by one team and one person that you are the king. So you are getting rid, you are firing the leader in order for you to become the king of your empire. So think about that, right? When someone is a king, anyone who watched Game of Thrones or knows anything about the monarchies and the king has multiple empires out there. I'm sorry, they have an empire and they have multiple domains out there. Multiple, Correct. what were you going to say, Tom? I was going to say multiple territories. There, There's, there you, you know, when you just That's think of the empire, you know, you have Wales, you have the UK, there's all different versions of that, right? So, yeah, you have multiple territories and each one has its operation and each one has its own leader. Each one has, you know, and that's the uniqueness of an empire. Correct. And that's the, they all report to the king, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. All comes and the back leader to the of king. that, right. And the leader of that territory can either be the king of their domain or they're a duke of something or whatever the title is, mm -hmm. right? So, in many companies, you have the chairman and the CEO, and then you have presidents, and then you can have a, you know senior vice presidents. And a lot of companies have presidents of five different areas, and they have one oh, yeah. CEO, one chairman. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what we're talking about. If you want to become ultra successful, okay, first obviously you have to fire the practitioner. Second, you have to fire the leader so you can become the king. And then the third piece, which is the one that most people don't really consider until they're way down the line. But if you can consider this now, you can build the exact strategies out on how to get here. So the last one is when you fire the king. Okay, so normally, how does a king get fired? Usually death. Right. They die. Well, guess what? We don't want you to die, okay? We want you to live on and have a great and life. And enjoy and, your money. <laughs> and enjoy your money. So what you can do is you can dethrone the king, okay? So you can tell yourself that now I am no longer the king of this empire. And you can crown a new king. How do you do that? Well, the way that you do that is you sell your business, mm -hmm. okay? This is the exit strategy of selling your business, for many companies is the ultimate goal. They don't care about making money. They have no passion. They only want to get to a point where they can sell their business. Now, I believe that most of you who are listening to this have no desire in that. You want to build something amazing. But if you don't start planning now on what is my exit strategy, how can I sell this business? You'll have nothing to go towards. You'll have no way of saying, I'm done with this until you die and someone else becomes crowned the king. So whether or not you're going to sell this business, we want you to start thinking about, well, can I one day fire myself as the king mm -hmm. and exit? Okay. And that means you get money for your business, especially if you have an empire. If you have multiple streams of income in this one empire and you can sell the entire entity, okay, it's going to be worth more money. And that is what we are doing this for us to generate money. So what do you think about firing the king? What do you think about that, Tom? Uh, it's such an interesting concept. And w when you think about it, I always think of like family businesses. You know, the king has set, the, the head of that family has set up all these empires and, and regions of the empire. And then when they go to retire and they want to leave it to the next person in line and that person doesn't want it, what is the plan? And a lot of people don't have that exit strategy and they don't have that plan. 
And I think it, it's really what it goes back to once you are, have built your business, once you're in this, why are you really in this? What are you really doing this for? And it really re-enters that question of why. What was the whole purpose of all of this, right? The whole purpose became the passion led to the money. The money led to the empire. The empire leads to now what? And if you ah. don't, and that's the pro, and that's the thing that a lot of people face, and they don't know which direction to go. Well, let's talk about that. So, why would you really fire the king, right? What's the point of this? Yeah, you can make some money, and that's great, right? But here's the real reason why many of our clients have fired the king, why they have sold their business. And it's because as you're doing that, you start to get new skills. You start to have new passions. There's new things that you want to work on that have nothing to do with your empire. And the reason that people would consider firing the king, crowning a new one, is so they can start all over again. <laughs> What this allows you to do is start from scratch. Yep. And now you have the money and the resources to do your next passion project without any concern, with not ever having to worry about making the money. That really to go after everything you've ever dreamed of, and you're starting from scratch, and you'll go through the same cadence. You'll build that, and you'll do some amazing thing, and then you'll fire yourself and become a leader. And then you'll fire yourself and become the king. And then maybe you exit again. Mm. And this could be a charitable organization you start. Mm. This could be, you know, I want to create the greatest youth sports organization that nobody has to pay for. This could be I'm going to build homes in, you know, a, a country that's been war, you know, demised by war. It could be anything that you want to do. Yeah. But that's if you can get to a point where you have generated an empire that you can now sell. And you can go do everything in your life you've ever wanted to do, both personally, professionally, and inside of your heart and soul. This is why if you can fire yourself three times, you can be ultra successful. Yeah. So I hope this was an interesting episode for you. I'm really looking forward to those of you who come to our masterclass, whether it's live in person. By the way, it's live when we do this. There'll be engagement, there'll be people answering questions, or if you're listening to this at a later date, if you come and watch the recording, we're going to start with showing you how to fire the practitioner and become the leader. That first step is actually the hardest one, mm -hmm. so it'll be about an hour-long masterclass of us showing you how you can actually doing this, giving you the tactics and showing you the ways that you have to mentally accept doing all this right and you know that's why tom and i work simultaneously because i can work on the business but tom i work on the owner's mindset so and we help both of those to make this successful so thanks again for listening and tuning in let us know your feedback check us out on instagram you know we're starting to put our podcast out on youtube so you can see it in video i think we're like 20 episodes behind we'll slowly get right. them out but hey, as always, we truly appreciate you listening. We hope we are changing your life and 10xing your revenue so you can work less.